Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of That's Odd. I am one of your hosts. I am Johnny Townsend. And with me, as always, is the incorrigible. Is that a bad thing? I thought, I can't remember if that's a compliment or not. Uh, Chris Chavez, are you incorrigible? <laughs> also, t- tell me what that word means. Incorrigible? <laughs> incorrigible? Yeah. Uh, I think it's negative. I heard it on a cartoon and just ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> Suffering succotash. I heard that one and I had no clue what that meant. That's true. Because why does succotash? Have you ever had succotash? No, I always feel like it's I, been suffering. Though. I feel, <laughs> it's, I think it's like a, a creamy corn, something with corn, like a cream of corn of, of some sort. Because that's what I remember having when I was a kid, and my yeah. grandparents telling me it was succotash, and I was like, "Oh, that's real." And then I thought to myself, "Well, why is it suffering?" Yeah, uh, what's because <laughs> I thought it was delicious. I liked it. Why can't anybody save the succotash? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Hashtag save the succotash. <laughs> Start that one. And Let's be get it. that going. If we can get that going on Twitter, hashtag yeah. save save. What is it? Save the succotash. Yeah, that's our that's our new goal. That, that we want that trending. That would be odd. If that worked out, that would be odd. Yes, like it would I be very that? odd. I liked it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> so that's this the name is, of the show. This is that Todd. It is. Uh, so, Johnny, uh, every other week we kind of uh, leapfrog over history creeps and we do an episode of That's Odd. Uh, and it used to be where you and I would come up with a story from history that was weird, different, crazy, and, uh, you know, tell our tell our, 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 our thing. We'd bring it to the table and, and present it to our, each other and the listeners. Uh, then we started noticing that when we themed it, it started to have a, a, a more like a tighter feel. Yeah, and it's just more fun, kind of. It gives a, a more of a direction for each episode, which in a way kind of helps us out when we're doing research and such. Oh, for sure. So uh, we themed this one. This uh, We did a couple of, in a row that were about disappearances, uh, but this one we decided to do uh, go more into the weirder parts of the world and go into the world of cryptids. That's right. Now, me and you both love cryptids. Yes. They're a lot of fun to talk about. I watch all these shows on them, even when I know they're... Uh, going really overboard with it. <laughs> okay, let me. So, Can't help it. so if you're a listener who's just getting into this stuff, or you maybe you know stumbled upon the show and was like, "This stuff's kind of cool," and you hear the word cryptid, um, and you have no clue what that is, Johnny, why don't you tell them what a cryptid is? A cryptid is uh, it's like a study of these animals, like from Bigfoot to Loch Ness monster is a good example. Jersey Devil. Uh, Jersey Devil, you know, Mothman, all these creatures. Isn't the jackalope also considered a cryptid? It might be. It's Isn't it pretty much any creature that science hasn't confirmed yet, I think? Is that what it is? Because I, I always thought of it as, like, creepy creatures, but I know the jackalope is one that was always, like, uh, said to have existed, but no one could ever find one. Right, which is kind of the, the basis of cryptids, but... You know, it's. I'm. I'm going to actually find the actual definition of it right yeah. now. I was going to say because for at least for me, never having looked up the definition, cryptids for me were always the creepy ones, the unexplained, the kind of scarier ones. E- I mean, even Nessie, Loch Ness, it's not that scary. But if you really think about it, uh, if it were real, a dinosaur still living in a lake on Earth, you know what I mean? That is kind of creepy or, or eerie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a this is a first. Uh, I was kind of right. <laughs> uh, uh, the Oxford English Dictionary 
defines the noun cryptid you ha- you as. You have to do it with an English accent. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Your best Sherlock Holmes voice. An animal whose existence or survival to the present day is disputed or unsubstantiated. Any animal of interest to a cryptozoologist. <laughs> okay, so an animal that ex- whose existence in present day still needs to be documented, right? Right, just pretty much what I said. It's any. It's an animal that. Uh, what do you want to say? Mainstream science, I guess. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't recognize as a living animal yet. Animal or creature, we should say. Correct. Yeah. Some of these are humanoid. So in other words, it's ones that can't be proven as of right now. True. So uh, so we're doing cryptids this week, just in case you didn't you didn't catch that memo at the beginning of the show. Uh, and uh, we've got a, a few to bring to you to the table. So I'm going to start off with one. Johnny's going to tell you guys, and then we'll close out with a final cryptid on the list um one i wanted to bring up and i don't remember it must have been on when you and i were searching uh for because you and i like to check out these like top five top 15 creepy videos on the on the internet kind of things on youtube oh yeah uh we've actually done some commentary over them that you can actually hear as exclusive audio on our patreon at history creeps uh but i came across this uh on on these videos and i was so like like i don't know it, it was kind of mesmerizing to see the video that i saw and then it, it, it immediately hooked me i was like what the heck is this right right so yeah. uh in they're, rec- they're, they're really they're well i don't want to describe too much but <laughs> i encourage people to find these videos they're easily found oh, on yeah. youtube what i'm planning on doing is uh if we reference any kind of videos in these i'm going to i'm going to start to supply the links for listeners to just click on uh, if you go to the website bicbp-radio.com or you check the info on whatever podcast app you use the info the info notes for the episode i'll have links for each of these but the way i came across this was was searching for that and so then when i started doing research online for these for this episode I actually discovered another website that I didn't know existed. It's called cryptids.wikia.com, and it's cryptids with a Z uh, because they're cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's, it's actually pretty cool. It's a cryptid wiki. Uh, so that's actually what I'm going to do is kind of read the information off of this so we can discuss it. So the, the first one I'm going to tell you guys about is called the Fresno Nightcrawler, also known as the Fresno Alien. Uh, this is a cryptid that made two appearances so far. So this is a little unique. It's only made two appearances. It's been uh, reported a couple times, but actual appearances, uh, two, and that's it. Yet it's enough for people to know what this is um, or have have said, you know, I've seen that video. Um so one of one of the appearances was in Fresno, California, the other in Yosemite National Park. That's the thing that got me as well. Both sightings are only seen in video footage. However, a man in Poland has claimed to have seen the creature as well. So here's a description. The Fresno Nightcrawler appears to be a relatively short creature, uh, with most of their height being made up of their legs, as they possess an extremely small upper body. It is hard to find details in the upper body of the cryptid due to the poor quality of its footage. It is an extremely thin white humanoid with no discernible arms. A larger specimen appears to have webbing connected from each knee to the torso. The cryptids appear to have very short, thin, and stilt-like feet. It is hard to judge the exact characteristics of the cryptids in the footage due to the poor quality. And the reason it's poor quality is because the first sighting 
was in the 90s on the video. It was a, a 90s video camera. Um, so here's the origin. While there have been claims that they are a part of Native American folklore in the region, uh, this easy to confirm, however, remains um, uh, is this is easy to confirm, however, remains unsubstantiated. I can't talk today. <laughs> so the first sighting of the Fresno Nightcrawler happened in Fresno, California, by a man named Jose. Jose had a surveillance camera watching his front lawn and looked at the camera when he heard a dog barking. So basically, uh, the other things I read about this was this guy had been experiencing people trespassing on his on his his uh, property, and his yeah. dog at night would start barking. And, and every time he'd you know turn on a light or something, he didn't see anything out there. So he decided to set up a security camera. And what he catches is just this really it's a really eerie, too, because it's it's old school 1980s, you know, video security video. And it's in black and white and it's night vision and it's eerie, man. You see these long it looks like two super long legs, like like they're literally on stilts and then like maybe a round head. And that's it. And it yes. comes like wobbling uh, towards the camera across across the view, and then a second one comes right behind it. You know, a, a far further back in the distance. But the way they walk is so like weird looking, like very wobbly and like gangly with the legs. You know what I mean? Yeah, their their gait and the way that they walk in general, especially considering that they seem to be all legs, pretty much. It to me is what is so creepy about it, and I've even looked into it even more because if you just see them you kind of get chills just kind of looking at them yeah. which is really which is really strange but from what i've read though people have tried to i mean with any of these things you can get people are going to be like well try to explain it away yeah and most that i've heard uh people are having a harder time with these for some reason yeah because honestly what it looks like it looks like it's it, it, the only way you could really explain this is if that camera isn't a real security camera. You know what I mean? And it's literally focusing down on a miniature landscape. Yeah. And it almost looks like there's a puppeteer that's moving. You know what I mean? Those yes. old school yes. uh, marionette puppeteers ty type of things. That's the way these legs move across the screen. And yes. it really gives it that feel of almost like someone's manipulating it. However, you can see the shadow of this thing on the ground. And I, and unless it's, you know, it, again, it could be done a, a specific way and shot at a specific angle but you don't see anything else you know any shadows of any sort elsewhere um right other right. the thing that the, yeah, the thing ahead. that i found i'm sorry but the oh, thing that i found really interesting is that these things are fairly famous by now especially in people running the same circles like we do uh, but uh like the sightings of these like you said are incredibly rare right isn't that weird yeah i mean like technically three or four times total yeah, so that yeah, other sightings it says that there may be poss uh, many possible sightings of the nightcrawler in the form of the Carmel area creature, a thin, armless, pale, white humanoid creature seen in Ohio. Uh, also, the creature was spotted in Yosemite. So this is the one that gets me too. In Yosemite National Park, uh, the park rangers set up a camera to catch vandals. There had been vandals that had been messing with you know this area, of the park coming in and doing things. So they set up these cameras to catch them. Um, and again, it's one of these strange things and it's super eerie because it's a night vision shot and these things move so like there's this weird, just this weirdness to the way they move their gait. And the creature, you can see these two creatures going from left to right and almost at a, at a, uh, a like a downhill. Um, again, they just appear to be moving super slow. You know what I mean? And it's so just, 
you'll see listeners i'm gonna go i'm going to place this i'm gonna put the link in it uh if you don't have a chance to copy a link and you just want to look it up just put up youtube and put in fresno uh nightcrawler and then yosemite national park nightcrawler and uh yeah dude it's it's super creepy have you seen the yosemite this yosemite footage I know I, I'm pretty sure I have. I know I've seen at least two videos of this thing. So, but I feel like I've also seen the third one. But this one might might have been said it was a prank or something. I don't know because you never mentioned it. But there's like I can't remember where it's at. I want to say it's in like a different country, even Poland. But the, the handheld but, one, the shaky one. Well, my the one that I remember seeing is like there's like a news reporter, and she's actually being filmed for the news. And behind her, you see something kind of weird, very similar to those. Oh. Really, dude? I just got chills thinking about that. That's creepy. Yeah, crazy. On a side note, uh, I just want to throw this out there: the Carmel area creature uh, is a creature that is is tall and gray as well, with no arms, muscular legs, and is it resembles the Fresno the Fresno Nightcrawler, but it is considered to be a a different creature altogether. What a what a strange creature in the first place. If it's real, I mean, right. I mean, have no arms or to barely have any arms. It's yeah. like a T-Rex. <laughs> yep, it's creepy. Yeah, it's all legs. It's all legs. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm looking at a, a still on the uh-huh. on the uh, Carmel area creature, and it looks like what you might be talking about. It's a woman. She's out there talking, and out in the background, it's a two-legged thing kind of standing there. I bet that's what I'm thinking then. Yep. Yeah. So they are they are interchangeable, I guess. People, you know, say that this could be the same thing. There's people who think this might be an alien, an alien race that came here and has been living, you know, in the woods or in the, that Fresno area uh, since then. Yeah. the The weirdest thing to me, though, is Fresno. I would assume. Just, I mean, obviously, I've never been there, but it's a place I've heard of. <laughs> Uh, and it's, it exists. It, it exists. It's definitely real. <laughs> There's been burgers named after it. Uh, so I'm going to assume that the population there is fairly large. So how these things, if they're living there, haven't been seen more times than by this one person is very strange to me. Yeah. Strange, strange. I'd, I'd be interested to know if anybody, uh, lives in that area and, uh, you know, has anything to say about it. If they've heard the stories of this or, or their experiences with this tale in there as their local cryptid. That's right. That's right. Now, Chris, let's go from Fresno to Japan. Oh, Domo uh, Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Uh, uh, Yoshi Yoshi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Super Mario. Super Mario. Um, now, Japan is a country that, there's a couple countries that I would love to visit one day, and Japan is one of those. Uh, I just think it'd be really fascinating. Uh, but, uh, I found a cryptid that is uh, forever have the, and here's a, I'm going to, this is not a spoiler alert because if you listen to the show, you already know this, that this is a given. <laughs> there's going to be, there's a couple words that I'm going to butcher in my attempts to pronounce these. And I'm apologizing ahead of time <laughs> because these are tough for me in my Southern tongue. <laughs> uh, but the people, uh, there's a people in Japan who are called the, um, the Aenu, it's A-I-N-U. And they tell these. They've told these stories forever, for the longest time, about this giant monster in the sea. Godzilla. Uh, oh no! This is even more frightening because Godzilla is kind of a almost a good guy at times. Uh, this True. one seems like he's uh, all for himself. Sweet. Uh, it 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 lurk it lurks in the southwestern part of the Japanese island of, and again I'm apologizing here, uh, Hokkaido. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So uh, I I think a lot of times people don't realize that Japan's actually a, more than just one large island. Yeah. There's, there's a couple other places around in there. So uh, they tell the tale of this creature, and I'm going to try to pronounce it, and after I say it, I'm just going to uh, go about my day. <laughs> uh, it's called the Ekorokamui, and I'm going to just call it the Eko, because that's much easier for me. Eko, Eko, I-A. Yeah, that's A double K O R O K A M U I. Oh, that's okay. I know what you're talking about. That's so so simple to say, but uh, yeah, I let you say it's fine. <laughs> okay. Um. So, what exactly is this creature? I mean, that's a great question. Uh-huh. I mean, we we hear about all kinds of sea creatures all the time. Uh, I'm really fascinated by sea creatures myself, which is strange because I hate deep water. But mm-hmm. maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's part of the fear for me. I guess. Uh, but it's a it's to pull it down, it's a giant, and when I say giant, I mean even bigger than a giant squid, but it's an enormous octopus. They claim oh. that it reaches over 110 meters long. Uh, that's around, uh, according to my Google converter, that's about, <laughs> uh, that's a little over 360 feet. Holy crap. <laughs> yes. Holy crap, dude. Is that not large? That's a large thing. Um, it's bright red in color. They said that the color is almost as if it, like if the sun's going down. You know how the sun re- will reflect so, on the water. I just want you to re- like you said three hundred and sixty feet. That's what my Google converter said. So you put the head on one end and the end of the tentacles on the other, and that's literally a football field. Yeah. Can you imagine seeing an octopus the size of a football field? I know the giant squid can get fairly large, but it doesn't get that large. Oh my! I God. mean, that's that's a large, large creature. Uh, it, they claim that it's so the the color, the red is so bright and it pops so much that it you know when the uh, the sun's setting on water and it kind of reflects off the water oh, there. Yeah, like it matches that. That's how bright it would get. Oh, just a quick little tidbit to this as well for those keeping track at home: a giant squid. The largest ever recorded by scientists is forty-three feet long. Yeah, so it's not even near. <laughs> this thing would eat. This thing would eat those for breakfast. This this is not even yeah. breakfast to to one of those things. This is like a a, a breath mint. It's, it's a toothpick. It's cleaning out its teeth. <laughs> Good yeah. lord, this thing's monstrous. So of course it can be seen over great distances. Uh-huh. And of course, like uh, octopus, it can regenerate its limbs. Oh. Uh, but the real reason I really wanted to bring this up is I've always been fascinated by the creature, the octopus, in the first place. Uh-huh. I just find it fascinating. It's got all these arms, and it just—I mean, it—and it never gives up. Like it's nah. if it wants something, it really goes for it. Not just uh, that. No have matter. you ever seen how small they can, like the smallest spaces yes. they can fit into? Holy yes, uh, cow! They say that a lot of aquariums that try to keep them have a hard time keeping keeping them in the actual aquarium. Yeah, they're like the Harry Houdinis of the of the underwater yeah. world. They're very good at getting out of those, so they can get out of pretty much any any tight space. I don't know if this one could. So you're, I was going to say, you're, so you're telling me <laughs> yeah. if if this thing was real and we literally caught it, we have no hope anyway. Right? Oh, it's going to eat us because we first can't place. imprison it. The thing is going to come not, at us regardless. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm about to read to you, you're not going to want to imprison this thing anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, so the 19th century Englishman and missionary by the name of John Bachelor, who lived among the uh, a new people and is known for his extensive writings on their life. Ooh. He wrote firsthand a journal entry of an alleged actual incident concerning an apparent echo attack in his book, the Ainu and their folklore. So I'm going to read you this firsthand account that he was told. What was his name? 
His name was John Bachelor. Oh, little known fact. Uh, the term bachelor comes from this guy because he lived that kind of life. Just, you know, wandering the world, living among the people, no girlfriend, nothing to worry about. That's right. He really did. His, his, uh, lady was the C. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so here's his first hand account. In the morning, we found the whole village under a cloud. Three men, it was said, were out trying to catch swordfish. When all at once, a great sea monster, with large, staring eyes, appeared in front of them and proceeded to attack the boat. A desperate fight ensued. The monster was round in shape and emitted a dark, fluid, and noxious odor. The three men fled in dismay, not so much indeed for fear, they say, but on account of a dreadful smell. However, that may have been, uh, they were so scared that the next morning all three refused to get up and eat. They were lying in their beds, just being pale and trembling. Wow. And then we got one more first-hand account here. It says another 19th century account was made by a Japanese fisherman, uh, and his name translated, and this was all translated into from original Japanese. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I saw ahead something huge and red, uh, undulating or undulating under the waves. I at first thought my eyes deceived me and that I was merely seeing the reflection of sun upon the water. But as I approached, I could see that, in fact, it was an enormous monster, 80 meters in length at least, with large, thick tentacles, as big around as a man's torso. The thing fixed me with a huge staring eye before sinking out of sight into the depths. Oh, dude, so they I, used to write so like intense. I know, you know so I much mean? better, so much better than the accounts today. Like today, you get like if somebody sees something, yeah, bro, there was just something over there in the water, just picking his head out like that, bro. Do you, do you remember that crazy surfer guy that like thwarted some dude that like was? Uh, remember he he was like hitchhiking and the and the guy picked him up and drove him around and ended up like ramming his car into people. Do you remember this guy? Yes, yes. And he was like, I was like, yo, dude, what are you doing, man? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, if this was the account now, it's like, yo, dude, these tentacles, man, came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, my, yeah, he's freaking Michelangelo. in the water, dude? It's a Ninja Turtle. I'm like, peace <laughs> out, son. I'm not waiting to see what's coming next. Gotta catch some naughty waves, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah man. How would you How would you feel if you were like just out? On a boat, just trying to have like a relaxing day on the sea, and all of a sudden, this giant eye just comes staring oh at my you God. from a, from underneath the water, just <laughs> oh, rises so... up and just looks at you. And you don't even realize that it's an eye yet. All you see is a, like it just seems like there's this reddishness that's coming up to the water, like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it basically looks like the water's turning red because you're right. so small underneath it. And as it comes up and comes closer to the light, it just looks like the water's turning red. You don't really see the mass of something rising, except for this black circular thing that just keeps coming higher and higher and you're like that's that circular black thing until the, if it blinks can you imagine i seen that like yes. that thing have and then you're like what yeah and the tentacles are bigger than you are around i mean that's pretty large and this one isn't even one of the bigger ones because i told you they get up to 360 feet and this one's not as yeah as big as that and it's still fairly large dude no 
and a lot of and this is what a lot of people don't I don't know if a lot of people realize this in any uh in any culture from native americans to to these uh, ANU people uh to you know the generations before uh they would like in their folklore if it's what you want to call it uh, there's a lot of truth in those like I oh, just, yeah. they just, they just maybe have a different way of thinking or, or believing. Yeah. But a lot of it, there's a lot of truth to it. So, like, I'm not saying there's a there's a giant octopus that's this large out there. But they but could have I come guarantee up something that was big enough to that's yes. not been recorded that way. Right. Exactly. And we've only explored like what, like, gosh, less than thirty percent of the ocean in the first place. Yeah, I don't remember what it is, but it's 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 ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous yeah. how big the ocean is that we don't know about yes correct correct so uh so yeah from giant octopuses in the land of japan octopi octopi right not octopuses chief chris they sound like an idiot uh <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go look at uh, this guy we're gonna, we're gonna go closer to your neck of the woods johnny we're gonna hit south carolina uh specifically I'm going to tell you this I'm going to tell you this real quick. What's that? Before you tell me this story, I'm not I'm not going to I won't let you give away what it is. Yeah. This is the one that I had penciled in and then I last minute I changed it cuz I just I found this one. Get this, out, no dude. Lie. Are you serious? This is true. Yeah, cuz I've I've heard about this one a lot. This so. is awesome. So this takes yeah. place in Lee County, South Carolina. Now, if you're a listener from out of this area, you're going to be familiar with the Lizard Man. Uh, oh yeah. And it's not Jim Morrison. This no. is legit a creature. Uh, that they call a living dinosaur, like a mix between a living dinosaur and an early primate. Um, so here's what Cryptids Wiki has to say on the Lizard Man of Scape Or. Uh, the first modern reported sighting of the creature was made by George Holliman Jr. in the fall of 1987, but it was the report by Christopher Davis, a 17-year-old local man, that made the Lizard Man famous. Davis said he encountered the creature while driving home from work at 2 a.m. on June 29, 1988. According to his account, Davis stopped on a road bordering Scape or Swamp in order to change a tire which had blown out. When he was finishing up, he reported having heard a thumping noise from behind him and having turned around to see the creature running toward him. Uh, Davis said the creature tried to grab at the car and then jumped on its roof as he tried to escape clinging on to it as Davis was swir- uh, as Davis swerved from side to side in an effort to throw it off. All of a sudden, it turned into like a Starsky and Hutch episode. Yes. <laughs> after, we, after we returned home, a- after he returned home, Davis's side view mirror was found to be badly damaged and scratch marks were found on the car's roof, though there was no other physical evidence of his encounter. Yeah, let me let me tell you this, Chris. Now, this this account here. Yeah. I can't remember the show. It was a show like Unsolved Mysteries. I don't remember if it was Unsolved Mysteries, uh-huh. but they had this very encounter on there. Ooh. They reenact. It was a reenactment. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to find. If I find that on YouTube, I want to include the link as well on this. Uh, on but this the reason episode. I remember it is because I saw it when I was younger. I was like a kid, uh-huh. and for the longest time, it really made me afraid to be. Dr- if I was when I got old enough to drive, uh-huh. and if a tire blew out or something, and I was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> For some of a reason, I just had this terrible fear of that because of this that I saw. The lizard man. So this is what Christopher, 17-year-old Christopher Davis says, quote, I looked back and something was running across the field towards me. It was about 25 yards away, and I saw red eyes glowing. I ran into the car, and as I locked it, the thing grabbed the door handle. I could see him from the neck down. 
the three big fingers, long black nails, and green rough skin. It was strong and angry. I looked in my mirror and I saw a blur of green running. I could see his toes, and then he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt, and then I could see his fingers through the front windshield, where they curled around on the roof. I sped up and I swerved to shake the creature off. In the month that followed uh, the Davis sighting, there were several re further reports of a large lizard-like creature and of, of, uh, and of unusual scratches and bite marks found on cars parked close to the swamp. Most of these are said to have occurred within a three-mile radius of the swamps of Bishopville. At the time, local law enforcement officials reacted to reports of the lizard man with a mixture of concern and skepticism, stating that a sufficient number of sightings had been made by apparently reliable people for them to believe that something tangible was being seen, but also that it was more likely to be a bear than a lizard man. Two weeks after the Davis sighting, the Sheriff's Department made several plaster casts of what appeared to be three-toed footprints measuring some 14 inches in length but decided against sending them on to the FBI for further analysis after biologists advised them that they were unclassifiable. According to South Carolina Marine Resources Department spokesperson Johnny Evans, the tracks neither matched nor could be mistaken for the footprints of any recorded animal. Evans also dismissed the possibility that they could have been made by some uh, form of mutated creature. So that's hard to say, right? Like, it depends. From this, I don't know if it's a bunch of tracks or was it just one or two. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times you'll yeah. say you find Bigfoot footprints and it's one or two. Right. And then it seems like the creature disappeared. Like, they just, or they just, you know, they were like, oops, didn't mean to step that hard. Don't want them yeah. to find me. <laughs> don't yeah, forget to tip step lightly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'd like to know how many of these casts they actually made to know if, if you should even consider it to be an animal's footprint or not. So the sightings attracted tourists interested in seeing the creature and hunters interested in tracking it, and nearby radio station WCOS offered a $1 million reward to anybody who could capture the creature alive. However, reports of the creature began to decline at the end of the summer, with the last credible sighting of the year being reported in July. On August 5th, Kenneth Orr, an airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base, filed a report with the police saying that he had encountered the lizard man on Highway 15 and he had shot and wounded it. He presented oh. several scales and a small quantity of blood as evidence. Orr recanted his account two days later when he was arraigned for unlawfully carrying a pistol and the misdemeanor offense of filing a false police report. According to Orr, he was he had invented the sighting in order to keep stories about the lizard man in circulation. Uh, other sightings say that it is said to inhabit areas of swampland in and around Lee County, South Carolina, along with the sewers and abandoned subways in the town near the swamp. Um, doesn't say that there's been many other sightings other than that. I did find this, though. I thought this was actually kind of cool. Um, this was more updated. June 7th, 2018. Uh-oh. Real or not... Liz, uh, South Carolina lizard man now has his own festival. <laughs> whether yes. whether you believe he's real or not, the lizard man of Scape or Swamp now has a festival named after him. The scaly creature has allegedly first spotted in Bishopville in 1988, and so uh, now they decided to celebrate the folklore of South Carolina. They have it's basically a, a huge community a festival dedicated to the local legend and uh, other things like that. So they had uh, they have like authors that write you know creepy books. Um, if you're a wrestling fan, WCW legend Papa Stro Maestro was there for the for this year's inaugural uh, Lizard Man Festival. 
I'm not going to lie. This sounds like it'd be a blast. <laughs> you know, I love it when any any town kind of embraces stuff like this. Uh-huh. Like, uh, you know, that place in West Virginia does all that with the Mothman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and there's plenty of other places around the United States, and I'm sure around the, around the world, that kind of embrace this when these kind of things kind of become, uh, you know, popular and make that area more popular than it was before. Yeah, I don't know if it, it was the inaugural or not, or if it's been a couple years or not, but it does say John Stamey, the organizer of Lizard Man Weekend, so it's a whole weekend festival, also runs the Tennessee Bigfoot Conference, several comic conventions throughout the Southeast. Uh, so he's interested in this thing, and he thought this this is something that's important in the, the folklore and culture of South Carolina, decided to put on a festival. Uh, yeah, I think at some point when we start hitting some of these cons and festivals and stuff that have to do with the, the, the strange and weird to represent history creeps, uh, this yeah. is definitely one we put on the list. 100%, 100%. And if he does a couple other ones, like it says, then maybe we can make some contacts or something there. There you go. Yep. So, That'd be uh, fun. So there you go, my friend. There's uh, there's cryptids for you. Those were my two. And my one, I did some work. God, it's good. It's <laughs> awesome. I just wanted to get a second one in because I felt like the Nightcrawlers, as cool as they were, it wasn't much stuff. Yeah, it was, you know, it was seen twice, and that was about it. Yeah, uh, Lizard and it's Man. way more, and they're way more visual too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. check out those videos. I'm gonna put the links on on the notes, uh, and I'm also gonna put a, a link on the uh, if if I can find the episode you're talking about, Johnny, that recreates this. I'm gonna put a link for that as well. I'm gonna look for it too. Sweet. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, though. That's all I got, my friend. Ready to head out of here. Creepers, you're uh, you're welcome to stay and hang out at the club, but we're out. That's right. We got to go. We got things to do. We're busy people. Uh, we are uh, podcast famous. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever that means and whatever that's worth. Not a lot. Famous. Uh, <laughs> but thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, Chris and I and, and Carter appreciate all of you who listen. For sure. Uh, it means a lot to us. Uh, we get a lot of great feedback all the time, and you all definitely rock. For sure. But in the meantime, but in the meantime, for Chris and for myself, I invite you all to just stay odd. <laughs>